someone very, very special in my life mm-hmm. sent me song lyrics that they wrote. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me who? That Can we give fun. them a shout out? No, we cannot. It's, it's a private. Okay, I'll ask you after. Yeah, the yes, I'll listen and then I'll tweet it later. So check <laughs> out my We're going to blast it on Insta stories <laughs> later. I'm Nina. And I'm Liz. We don't have all the answers, but we do have a bottle of wine and some thoughts. If you're looking for honest musings on life, happiness, health, and wellness, you've come to the right place. We'll even throw in a couple off-the-wall jokes, some personal stories, and of course, some shenanigans. So grab a glass of wine and join the conversation. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Wine and Shine podcast. Today, we have the lovely Allie Lehman here on our show of the Wonder Jam here in Columbus. Hello. And we actually have alcohol, which is, <laughs> I hear is rare. I mean, I thought that this was like a, you know, a standard. I yeah, know. Well, we are the Wine like and Shine podcast. You. You, Allie came in and was like, hey, hey, don't you guys drink wine on this podcast? Yeah. We're like, in No, fact. we don't. But we will now. <laughs> so what are we drinking today? Chardonnay. We're drinking a Chardonnay. Yes. By one of our clients that I fired this year. So we have oh, a lot. No. No, I mean wine for all. <laughs> wine oh, for all. That's past, fun. Yeah. Thank you, past clients. Yes, for thank this you. Wine. Yes. You're drinking bourbon though. I am. I don't drink wine. I wish I did because it's like less alcohol mm-hmm, content. Mm-hmm. I don't drink beer because I can't have yeast or mm-hmm. gluten. Or do you have celiac? Yes. I didn't know that. So that leaves bourbon. This. Right. I've actually never been tested, but my mom and sister both have it. So I'm gonna just Assume We're just going to assume. You, you have to eat it in order to get tested. Mm. And I get really, I don't get sick like in the moment, but my immune system starts to like hate me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So why test it if you why know genetically it? it's also in your family yeah, history? Exactly. Yeah. So. And I, one of my clients that I was just talking with the other day, she got tested and she was negative. And this was a couple years ago. Interesting. And then she started working with me on the elimination diet. We actually just finished her three month program. That's amazing. The last thing she introduced was gluten and she had some triscuits and she made um, some sort of like pizza, yeah. a homemade pizza, a wreck, like a wreck. Right? And the whole time, I mean, she felt completely better just because she switched mm-hmm. things out in her diet and then she started incorporating like eggs and some dairy and, you know, yep. she's like, I'm fine. Yep. And the last thing we did was gluten and yeah. I was like, girl, you got to get tested again. But yeah. it was negative. Yeah. But it, See, it just tore her up. And maybe like we're testing the wrong thing. Like there's still yeah. something about it that makes us feel sick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when my mom, my mom and sister both have a few autoimmune disorders. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to kind of go off of what makes them feel good and yeah. make me feel good. So. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So bourbon it is. So I drink <laughs> bourbon, which um, How do you is great. get used to bourbon? I, I feel bourbon. like— I, I don't know. It. I don't even know when I started drinking it. But it's it reminds me of something else that I have where I'm like, I don't even know like at what point I thought this tastes good. Mm. Maybe wine. I remember drinking wine when I was younger and being like, gross. Yeah. But I like the taste of wine. So. It reminds me like your whole thing over there reminds yeah. me of Mad Men. You yeah. know, and they have the rock the glasses. Big, yeah, I have one they, of those big ice cubes. Yeah, me and Liz are here with our wine. Yeah, and you're but just I still, I respect it. I love it. Well, well, okay. So we have been trying to schedule this podcast since I'm like a year. Ju- it, I think it's been a year. I think it's been over <laughs> it's a year. It's fine. Um, stuff going it on. It definitely was like the beginning of last summer. I know. It was warm out. Yeah. So I think it's honestly been like a year so and a half funny. since we tried. It was like sickness and travel and like schedule. I think my yeah. grandma got like passed away. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. just like, and we always understood. Mm-hmm. We did. We're just like, it's fine. We'll get it. And we're yeah. finally here. So this is an exciting I'm excited. Interview. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Okay. Now this is 
totally random. Maybe uh-huh. it's not that random, mm-hmm. but I'm dying to know. So we're sitting in this beautiful room that has, what is this called? It's like I don't even wood. know. It's like an installation sort of. It's beautiful. It's our conference room. Our friends, Brian and Catherine, completely designed and built it. Okay. It's amazing. Now, when you guys started, well, first of all, let's pump the brakes. Okay. What is the Wonder Jam? What is the, I was just going to be like, when there. you guys, I know I was going to say, when you guys found founded the Wonder Jam and mm-hmm. found this space, but let's actually talk about what the Wonder Jam is for a second. It's a good question. And who you are, because we haven't even touched on that yet. Right. My name is Allie. <laughs> we started the Wonder Jam in 2013. I was born in 1987. Is it only 2013? Yeah, five no years way. old. Wow. Yeah. Does it, it feel like, longer? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. I was thinking You've like been around for 50 years now. <laughs> you guys um, just seem so established, yeah. you know? Thank you. Yeah. It feels like 50 years ago, to be honest, <laughs> yeah. like in a good and, and like also very difficult way. But we started the co- company, like I was freelancing already. I was doing design and not even photography yet. And then Adam was doing a lot more like sales, marketing, uh, worked for a few agencies. And then I was basically like, hey, if you worked with me, we could take home all the money. Like, mm-hmm. it was kind of just a selfish, like, this would be profitable sort mm-hmm. of way. Mm-hmm. Um, we worked out of our townhouse in Grandview. And then a year later, we got the space. And the space was, like, ugly. It was, like, green carpet, green walls. What? The back was a literal garage. There was, like, we painted everything. We installed windows. Like, we laid down wood floors. So it's been five years of, like, like really— slowly taking on projects mm-hmm. around the space, but then also growing a team and serving our clients. So it's a balance. And like any small business knows, cash flow is a real thing. Yeah. Like we never set out to have like a small business loan or have, we don't have like family money. So it was very much like we ran out of money, so we can't get the thing that we want, but mm-hmm. let's keep working. Mm-hmm. Um, so the space that we're in right now feels like a dream because someone made it with us in mind. and. Yeah like installed these beautiful windows and they like made the heating duct gold. I know everything is painted gold. You guys have, I'll, I'll have to put a story. I'll have to take a story. And then the day that the episode airs, I'll post it so people can see what we're talking about. But there's like all these wood features. It's very like shabby chic. Yes. There's like a concrete counter Mm -hmm. with like stuff, you know, it just ends up being a shelf, but, um, We serve small businesses. So we've dabbled in trying to work with huge corporations and Mm -hmm. we just don't like it. Um, That's why I said we fired the client of the wine that we're drinking because we end up working with like the middleman or the marketing agency or the PR agency that's in between. And we as small business owners have a passion for the small business owner. So and small business could mean a hundred employees. We actually mean tiny businesses. Like it's like micro business, micro business. It's like one person who's running it. Um, Our clients now are growing like we are. So they have employees, but yeah, it's been five years. Um, and now I am like doing all the things. We have a team of seven. So it's like managing, actually producing, selling, business development, you know, all yeah. of it. It's fun. Well, what exactly does the Wonder Jam do then? Because I know that some of our listeners, like we know very well because we're from Columbus and we've worked mm-hmm. with you. So what do you do for the Wonder Jam? And then what does Adam do? That's a good question. So the Wonder Jam as a whole we always say as like the biggest picture is we do branding and branding Mm -hmm. within it can mean marketing. It can mean uh, photography, logo design, Mm -hmm. websites, 
Then we started doing small business coaching with small business owners directly. That's what Adam does. Mm-hmm. He has his own program. He's amazing um, as someone who is. I had Adam. a consultation oh, with him, and you I actually agree. worked with him. I, I'm very biased, but I right. feel like your <laughs> testimonials are better. Yeah. Um, and then we have workshops. So we have workshops in person. Love the workshops. They're the best thing. They're I feel bad best. for anybody that doesn't live in Columbus. I know. They I feel like that too. Well, and I'm not even always the one teaching. They're yeah. so— af- I love them because they're affordable. Mm-hmm. Because you get oh, so much knowledge. And it's not like, oh, I got to drop like 100 bucks good. to go learn XYZ. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're really affordable. I know. Our ticket prices range from 15 to like the max would be 200 And mm-hmm. with, when you're doing like a high-end class for us, which is like 150 or 200 you're like— learning a skill that you could then like get a job with or like you're getting photos of your products. So we try to keep in mind the small business owner. Like Mm -hmm. we're not trying to be Brooklyn or LA where we're like $450 for this. But we really use it. I mean, for me, I always joke like that's how I stay connected to the community here. It's like I'm not always good at putting myself out there. So I was like, how can I create a community here where people come in and I meet new people and I can like give, take, receive, all of that. And then we have an online like membership now, which basically allows us to create online resources. But then we had all these people in other cities like, right. we can't come to a class. Yeah. And it's really hard to produce like a full class. So these are a lot more like small tutorials. This is the community. Diamond membership. This is the Diamond that membership. That me and Liz are both a part yeah. of, right? We both signed up. I'm so glad you're a part of it. Yeah, me too. And I, I guess I just feel like, and we can talk about this, but selling the thing that you offer when you really believe it believe in it is so rewarding. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine selling something like a workshop where I'm like, these people are getting ripped off. Like, but I'm making good money. Oh, it just makes sense. Like, yeah. So we try to make sure that all of our workshops were like, I wish I had this when I was starting out. Right. Because this is the price point in which like I would want, you know. So we try to keep it really real. Now, how did you guys end up? Because you've done stuff in Indianapolis. We kind of have ties to Indianapolis because we went to school like just north of Indianapolis. Okay. Um, but two different co-working places there we have connections with. And so mm-hmm. we've done some of our classes that we do there, here, there. And we're starting to think through like how could we do this in other cities and bring that in-person atmosphere. But it would be mm-hmm. different, right? Like if you yeah. came to one of our classes but it was at a co-working space here, it just would be different. I think yeah. our space is very – it's very real. Like we're not trying to be like some elevated – yeah, I really, Fancy thing. I really love your guys's whole. I don't know. It's just like the feel you get when you're at the Wonder Jam. It's I'm like, glad. yeah, when me and Liz were planning our event. Well, when we did our first event, mm-hmm. it was here, the first event we ever did. And Simi had reached out and was like, well, "Why don't you talk to Ali and Adam?" And yeah. I remember that meeting. Down, yeah, immediately when we sat down, it was yeah over the summer. Probably yeah. we were trying to plan sometime yeah. an interview. Probably yeah. <laughs> and I left. We both left like jazzed we were so jazzed so like glad. it was such an easy conversation and well I remember you're like so how much would it cost and we're like yeah. well we would want to collaborate so like not nothing yeah, yeah I was very confused I was like wait <laughs> we're like we don't have to pay what? Right now. and you're no. like no this is gonna be a collaboration we're like oh my gosh this yeah. is yeah. great and really and then if anyone's listening it's like we chose what we aren't doing like we're mm-hmm. not a, we don't rent our space out so like if you have a connection with us and we like believe in what you're doing. Let's collaborate on something because we can all like, I, I'm pretty sure. Didn't we like have some stuff for sale? Yeah, we, yeah, we Adam's did. Adam's coffee. Yep. yep. And Which then I like Ohio chocolate. Katie Dalebout's book. Mm-hmm. Simply Taylor, mm-hmm. her cookbook. And we, we, all of us met. I mean, it was like a networking event then after so cool. because yeah. you, everyone you was connected there. through your podcast, yeah. through the speakers. So 
we're like, we're not this. And we know the ways in which we're like not helpful. Like we're not going to be helpful for you to rent out our space and have an event. We don't do SEO. Like there's a lot of like buzzwords that we're like, oh, we don't do that. But here are people who do. Yeah. So. Yeah. And the thing like you were talking about with the classes being so affordable, like for example, and I still have not made it to one of these classes, but it's the side hustle classes. Are you going to come to the one in April? Uh, I will sign up right yeah, after yes, this. Yeah. What day in April? The 20th. 10th. No, 10th. just kidding. The 10th. <laughs> the 10th. <laughs> just it's divisible. The 20th is it's divisible event. by 10. Yeah. So we have really cool things coming up in April because I have a workshop at Namaste and Love. <gasps> and it's all about like adrenal fatigue and digestive That's health. That's so I, huge. It's my, to- my favorite topic. I to had adrenal about. fatigue. Did you? Two years ago. It was like. Oh, it's the worst. I had, I had it too. That's how I got into all of this. Yep. But that's April 7th. And then me and Liz have. Um. A workshop with Julie Ashley Wino. Yeah, Ashley Rector and Julie Wino. Ashley and yeah. Julie. I, yeah, I love you both should come them. Okay, okay, yeah, for it'll sure. It'll be on April 20th. Okay, cool. And then there will be no marijuana. No. Okay, given the oh, date. Oh, I know. Given the I date, know. it's and 420 it's at lit. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> How funny Get is lit that? Lit. Yeah, guys, no, <laughs> That's hilarious. no illegal drugs yeah. will be no. at this. Yeah. Um, event, that but now so we clearly have something even in the middle, right? right. So now it's the tenth. It's the side a hustle. Tuesday. I think so. Tuesday. We oh, just cool. confirmed two of the speakers. One or the panelists. One is Simi, who's Ooh. been on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Is and it then, one Ashley? Did I make that up? Or she was she on the last one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and then our friend Joe, who's actually in India, Indianapolis, who helps small businesses like get their money in order. So I think mm-hmm. like his and, yeah. and he owns his own business. So that'll be so um, good for me. Yeah. And then there'll be two more, but. Oh, cool. But yeah, there's that. And then I went to the food photography one over the summer. And I think I paid like $20. Yeah, it was cheap. Or you might have gotten something silly like through you. No, it's like $75 now. Yeah. But it's not crazy. Oh, and it was the best thing I've ever done. Just take a look at my Instagram. It's been getting better. I'm so glad. (laughs) I've gotten really into the food A lot of people who come to my food photography class are just like, I like food. So I want to take better pictures. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, Let's it's teach. just, and even if you're not into the whole Instagram thing, it's fun. Like it's a, I know. it was a fun like summer workshop to go mm-hmm. to just to be creative. Yeah, and I always say, learn. and again, I'm always biased, but I think our events could be, especially those are fun to go with a friend. Yeah, exactly. Like, Cause it's a lot hands-on stuff. Yeah. Um, they become more hands-on as like we get better at them. Um, I do have a question. Mm-hmm. This is like side because I, I actually signed up for one of the photography classes mm-hmm. and I didn't go mm-hmm. because I had a very bad birthday and I was having an emotional oh, situation. I remember this. I remember this It all this had well. to do with the DMV. It was like just… That stings. It's a stupid reason and I regret it. Yeah. But what do you recommend for… It? Because you're a photographer. Mm-hmm. You actually started Death to the, to the Stock photo. I did, yeah. Which is great. Wait, she was? was? Yeah. Was, is still did existence? I'm a, well? I'm always a founder, right? Yeah, you well, know, once true. a founder, yeah. always a founder. But I exited, gosh, three years ago. Yeah, three years ago. So death to the stock photo. It's, I call yeah. it. I, like, I, I call um, it. I was so confused. I was like, I was trying really hard. I don't know if you guys saw my face. I'm like, what are they talking about? Um, I call it DT DTSP. I'm, I'm gotcha. leaving a T out, but whatever. What is it? It was basically like you'd get, was it monthly, weekly? Monthly, monthly? Yeah. Like a package of photos that you would take. Usually mm. me. Yeah. And they were all themed. Like I feel like wasn't one like at the lake. Yeah. It was like a lake day. And so yeah. you'd get like five It was like pictures. before like everyone had genuine stock photo mm-hmm. businesses. Like we were, it was like us and Unsplash. Mm-hmm. And I started with my friend David and he still runs it. And we're still friends. But I left three years ago. Yeah. So yeah. is this like when you see people that have a computer yep. and all, mm-hmm. okay. and then you can use them however you want. Can we talk but about? But it was Allie's, so it looked really like real and yeah. 
uh, your favorite authentic. word, authentic. <laughs> um, we'll talk about authenticity. <laughs> um, but I wanted to ask, like, I mm-hmm. didn't know because I'm getting ready to launch a side hustle mm-hmm. this spring. Yeah, you um, are. We're I putting am. it on blast. Yeah, I I followed the Adam method and I have like all my due dates on my calendar. Oh my so I'm like, I'm doing this by the I'm like so ready. proud of you. Through him. So, but anyway, I'm like, I don't have food. I don't make food. I don't know what to take pictures of oh, when you offer when you a don't service. Have, yeah. Like, that's me hard. with a calculator smiling. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Some dollar bills. With just like, <laughs> with like um, glamour shots. <laughs> so I tend to feel like stock photos, even if they are quote authentic, will only get you so far, right? Right. But when it comes to photography, I think, are you talking like for social? Yeah. Okay. I think like, I remember b- having a social media workshop in our space once and someone saying the same thing. Like, what am I supposed to post? Like, I, whatever. Actually, it was a really, not a dumb question because there's no such thing, but she owns a spa. So I'm like, there's mm. so many great oh my things gosh. you can take pictures <laughs> so of. So many things. But you can still feel stuck no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. And this other business owner who owns a jewelry store, which I'm like, you have awesome stuff. But there's like, if you don't have a product. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like. But this is the thing that got me. The jewelry owner looked at the spa owner and was like, I just want to know like what you are doing. Like your skin's great. What do you eat for oh, lunch? Yeah. Or like, where are you taking meetings? Or, you know, it's, I think it's very much a like life, life, everyday life type of, hmm. I don't know, angle. That's not for everyone, especially if you're like, oh, my office doesn't have great light or something like that. But people want to know like who you are. Yeah. Unless you're like completely against putting yourself out there as the owner, the side hustle. Mm-hmm. I'm like that. Like, if I find an amazing brand, I'd rather follow the CEO because I want to, what is she doing every Mm -hmm. day? Because the brand, Um, you're just going to get like, buy these chocolate bars or whatever it is. I feel like that gets to be a little much. Like, if I'm following someone and it's always promotional, I'm like, it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm the same way. I gravitate towards people's Instagrams where I, I'm valued in in their lifestyle and what they're doing and their personality. Yeah. And, yeah, like that's such a good a way to look at it. Like you don't have to be posting pictures of like your calculator. Right. And I, you could like, <laughs> right, like a nicely styled yeah. picture of my calculator. Yeah. But how funny like, would you it be? You know, like a T93, what were those called? In no. school yeah. where you could like, it was like almost cool. Like, yeah, you as could play as, like games. Yeah, and, and you could p- put hello and stuff if you turn yeah. it upside down. And also still in middle school. So these are still a thing I see kids playing with so all the time. So funny. Well, I mean, they have to still, do they just use the calculator on their phones now? Uh, sometimes they do, but they have to do all that graphing stuff. True. Right? I mean, true. side note, but. But how funny, I mean, okay, so I'm following your side hustle. Like if you said, this is a cool, pretty looking calculator, like it would get a conversation started of like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I didn't know they make calculators this cute anymore. Like just something that made yeah. me want to comment that is a little cheesy, but I don't know. I just feel like, Yeah. Well, talking about Instagram is a touchy subject because Mm -hmm. when you are starting to grow a business or have a side hustle, like Mm -hmm. you, again, you don't have to have a full-time business to be doing this. Maybe it's a side project. Right. It's really hard to be the icky word. Like how do you be authentic and put yourself out there, but also sometimes this is my If you try to be authentic, it defeats the purpose. Yeah. And my Right. Why aren't you just authentic? Is I always think I'm annoying people, right? So if I decide to get emotional or something on a post and really be my true self, I worry about people being like, ugh, barf. You know? Or like You're so aware of how you're coming off. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so silly. And it's like this one, on one hand, you want to be involved and you want to promote what you're doing because you love it so much. And on the other hand, 
you worry about what other people think and it's just well, a mess. And I I find now so if you think of like a vi- what is it like a vice or like something that you constantly turn to if you're like stressed. Mm-hmm. I think the same thing can happen online. You find mm-hmm. something that strikes a chord with your audience. And if it's not in a healthy state, you become dependent on pulling that card out and being like, I'm going to be really like sappy because I know I'll get more likes. Or yeah. I'm going oh. to post like something quote vulnerable, even though I'm in the middle of this. Like I remember Brene Brown, one of her quotes was like, I don't post anything on social media until I've processed it. I think that was in her hmm. book. Yeah, her I'm, I bet it is. Yeah, I, I remember I, reading I remember it being too. like, I shared it once because I was like, yeah, that's a huge challenge. Like vulnerability isn't sharing to the masses, she said. Like it's, I know you really well. You know me. And I'm going to share this thing that's like very important mm-hmm. or vulnerable. So I see a lot of brands, especially if it's one person, especially in the wellness, like service-based business. I almost am like, they're getting addicted to that like instant gratification. Yeah. This like, oh my gosh, I love your selfie. Or, oh my gosh, I love it when you complain about your life because we can commiserate together. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my gosh, what is this creating? So I challenge myself in two ways, which one is like, I don't share about it until I've processed it. I'm not like, I'm in the middle of this and I don't know what to do. I have friends for that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. my parents and, you know, people like that. Like you separate what Instagram is for and yes. your personal life. Yes. And Instagram for me isn't like, help me get through this. Yes. It's like, for sure, like you talked about your grandma passing. Mm-hmm. I definitely shared that my grandpa passed because it feels weird to not mm-hmm. like be like, he was an incredible person. Right. But I don't have to be like getting into like the depths of grief. And while grief is never like completely over, I just spoke at a Creative Babes event and I talked about what I've learned from grief so far. Mm -hmm. But it was like, this has been a seven-month learning process. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's like the biggest thing I'm seeing now where I'm like, these people are starting to get a sense of like what brings people out of the woodwork. And then I'm afraid they're they're fostering this community based around like unhealthy things. It's really hard. It's so hard. Because I'm in the wellness space and what I noticed So this is what I've noticed in myself is, Mm -hmm. for example, every time I post a recipe or a food picture, it Mm -hmm. gets the most likes and it gets the most comments. Mm -hmm. And so then I start feeling the pressure of, I need to create something or I need to bake something and I need to put something out there. Picture has to look like decent. Exactly. And And then if it doesn't, or I'm like, oh, I got to post it at the right time and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And then I realize that's taking the fun away from everything that I'm doing. And so just yesterday, Mm -hmm. I posted um, these chocolate brownies Mm -hmm. that I made. Which looked great. Yeah. But the thing is, I like woke up that morning and it was actually because uh, Homo sapien, Mm -hmm. Alexa posted these brownies. And I was like, I really want to make a brownie. Hers were like some vegan brownie. Yeah. Mine were not. But I just was like inspired to do it. And then it was funny. It was like an experiment and they ended up turning out really well. And so I posted them and it was, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make sure I'm posting for me. Mm-hmm. And making mm-hmm. sure that the other thing I've been trying to do is like, is this helpful to people? So for example, yeah. like, yeah, like people are interested in, oh, th- these look really good. I'm going to make these mm-hmm. now. And if I'm going to find a picture of something to post or if I'm going to write a description, like am yeah. I actually helping people or am I just posting to post? Right. You know, and, and that's like what's been helping huge. me a lot. If I feel pressure, I'm like, I, you know, you don't need to just find a picture to post something. I know. That's not. And I think people probably subconsciously pick up on that. Like mm-hmm. when you're just like, I'm just posting to post. 
we think that same way about our workshops where I'm like, mm. I want this to be helpful. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want people to just come in here and I'm like, well, you should um, be organized and you should um, like wake up earlier and be really vague. You're like, people yeah, are gonna, everyone's like, yes, I know these things. Like, <laughs> right. yeah. I've known this since the beginning of time. So we try to think of like, how can we, we be really transparent? And from a business perspective, that's different than like a, you know, a human being in their soul. But mm-hmm. how can we re- be really transparent mm-hmm. through like, we're going to share you our numbers. Like, We've been very open with, like, there's 111 people in our membership right now. But a lot of people would be like, oh, yeah, like, 100-plus people or, like, hundreds or it was such a success or, you know, we sold out. And I think it's like, can we just all be a little more real? Like, it's helpful. Now I feel bad for our (laughs) media kit that we made. (laughs) Wait, what does it say? Uh, It's, like, hundreds? No. Yeah. Yeah. What's it say, Liz? Like, our most popular episodes get this many downloads. But it's like, true. It's not a yeah. lie. No, but I mean— But, but also, that's where I think that that info, if real, is helpful. Like, yes. It should be helpful for someone to be like, oh, they get this kind of collaboration based on these views, and you could be helpful for another, to another podcast. That's mm-hmm. true. I you mean, know? I guess if someone's deciding that they want to work with us in yeah. some capacity, right. and they have that information, yeah. versus me just being like, oh, our podcast has, like, Eight trillion downloads mm-hmm. and well, be I jealous. Combined all the episodes of everyone ever. Right. I think the other difference is sometimes when you're working, like for example, our media kit mm-hmm. maybe to promote to businesses, right? But what we're talking about is yeah. actual real life connections. True. And so, yeah, I mean, like when I when we were talking about the Instagram world and people that have all of these followers, yeah. It's like you don't just want to have all of these followers and then have them be inauthentic or like not them not care truly right. care about what you're right. doing. Right. And so if I see somebody that has what like a couple thousand followers and yes. then you look at their um what's it called like, like interactions and yeah. engagements, mm-hmm. you can really tell if people are valuing what they're doing yeah. or if it's just I have followers to have. Honestly, followers. and like a lot like, of why inflate? Like, what's the point of that? I know because the whole reason. Per, like, obviously, you guys are in business and right. Liz and what we're doing is because we actually want to connect with yeah. people. Yeah. We're not like, you know, you see the like public figure type like accounts and they'll have like 30,000 followers or right. something. And their engagement doesn't reflect that. And a lot of them are built up through like giveaways and like those link, you know, tagged giveaway mm-hmm. type yeah. things. And or I even remember like paying for paying. like have a bot come yeah. in and yeah. like their Which stuff. Which to me would be so sad. Like, I remember meeting up with a photographer in Nashville um, and we were like, man, you have like 700,000 followers. And he's just like, yeah, I was an Instagram recommended follow when they first rolled everything out. And so I just have a million teenagers who follow me. Like none of them are going <laughs> to hire me. Yeah. Like they don't care. So why do I care? Yeah. You know? And it was just like, because he was one of the first few people to try it. They were like, oh, you joined Instagram. Follow these people. Mm-hmm. And so you get this oh, like, none of this is real all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think, don't dwell on that because then that's kind of depressing. But Mm -hmm. I think it's, like, focus on the people who are listening to you. Mm -hmm. Um, And Adam uses that analogy all the time of, like, you have, if you have 500 followers on Instagram that really care about what you say, if those people were sitting in front of you at that moment, you'd be like, I can't believe 500 people are listening to me right now. Like, yeah. This is amazing. I think um, Adam said that when we had our consultation. Really? And he also said something about, like, even when you think about yourself, like, how often do you see an ad for something or you see somebody post something and you just scroll by it? Yeah. And it's like, you have to remember that not everybody is going to actually, like, 
full on commit or right. like buy what you're selling right. or, or whatever. Get obsessed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And right. I try and remember that too. Like if I even help a few people, yeah. it's okay. Like yeah. it's so fine if my email list isn't as big as somebody else's. Right. It's like I'm I need to put myself in check. Exactly. And helping five people is like really great. Like there's think of what those five people those people are gonna do. help people. Yeah. So I think this whole I think we all, me included, can get really wrapped up in just like oh, how do I use my influence for my business or mm-hmm. for the thing that I'm passionate about? Um, but not getting into those ruts of just like what can get the best instant gratification mm-hmm. to me is like, like you said, you want to enjoy it. Yeah. I you think, know, like Simi, sorry, we're not supposed to talk about Simi on podcast Why? episodes. Because I talk about Simi all the time. But well, I love her so she much. She actually did coaching with Simi. Yeah. And- We've done like an episode. Right. It's yeah. fine. It's whatever. It I'll, comes this up. This is my one <laughs> hey, Simi. Hey, Sim. Um, <laughs> recording with her soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually. that's true. In like three weeks. Yeah. No, I. she had said something to me, and I won't like try to paraphrase what she says, but if you look at the intention behind what you're doing, mm-hmm. I think that really should be the driving mm-hmm. factor of yeah. even your social presence or whatever you're doing with your business, yeah. like, or your side hustle, whatever it is you know, if the intent is there to help people or it shouldn't, the rest shouldn't matter. Right. And it shouldn't matter how people perceive it yeah. because your, your intentions were good and pure. Yeah. So, That's and true. I talked to my friend, um, she's an artist and she, I mentioned this during my creative babes talk, but she makes the same kind of art a lot. Like it's kind of landscape, but a little bit abstract. And she sells out her collections. Like, she'll launch them and sell out, which Mm. is, like, amazing. So she's a full-time artist. But all of her landscapes are, like, they're landscapes. It's not Mm. like she's just recently— I've been loving some of the abstract stuff she's been putting out. But that's, like, her bread and butter. And I got coffee with her, which was, like, a huge honor because I, like, just respect her so much. And I'm like, how do you stay inspired when you're making landscapes, like, every every time? And she was like, it's, like, the process. Like— you have. She's like, I have to love my painting time. I have to love the time before I paint and like the time with my kids after because that's like my life. Like who cares who buys it, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, she cares about so those good. people, but like that's not why she's like in her studio getting inspired or feeling like um, creative. So I always go back to that. I'm like, if I'm not loving the day-to-day, yeah. I have to take a step back and be like, okay, what's off? What should I adjust? And that's helped a ton. I think that's also a good point to make. For example, like a lot of times we get into conversations about our full-time jobs versus our passion projects Mm -hmm. and things like that. And even when you were talking about your friend's story, it reminds me, you know, even if you're not working your passion full-time, that's such a good thing to remember in everything that you do. And that when you're trying to, you're trying to add creativity to your life, Mm -hmm. keep in mind, like, this is for you. Like, find the process that works for you. And especially when it has to do with something creative, it's like, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. No. Right? You're doing it for yourself. Exactly. I did uh, the 100-day project two Mm -hmm. years in a row. So 2016, 2017, I think I'm going to do it again. But It was like the first time where I learned two things. One, that creativity and consistently just generates more Mm -hmm. creativity and consistency. And the minute I stopped, I'd be like, I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. But it's because I stopped. Right. And then like when I do something creative for myself, I'm not putting the pressure on my job or the people in my life to like creatively fill me up. Like I'm not Hmm. always just like, oh my gosh, why can't this client project be more creative? Because I'm getting it somewhere else. And I think that's like a responsibility we all have. It's like Mm self-care in a a different way or the same way. 
How do you, have you ever talked to anybody about how they can sort of come, I don't want to say this, how they can pull out their creative side? Because a lot of times I think people are stuck and they don't even yeah. think they have that bug in yeah, them. Yeah, they think that, they say, I'm not a creative oh, person. Oh, I know. I hate exactly. That. Yeah. So I'm always you, like, everybody is. What do you say to them? Well, I think the first thing is get out of the idea that you have to like do whatever it is the thing you think is creative. Mm. So first I'm like, what do you think creativity is? And they're like, oh, well, like you paint or, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, creativity can come in the form of like fan fiction or Mm. writing or playing music or, Mm -hmm. you know, there's just like so many different things. You can bring a creative flair to your health coaching clients. Like what if you brought in an art therapist or what if you went back and like learned that. So I think that there's a ton of different ways. And it's like first getting people out of this, like what they first assume is creativity. Um, But also creativity isn't like someone wants to buy that from you. Mm. Like you can be really creative and someone might be like, that's horrible, but it doesn't matter. Or they can, someone else would be like, that's beautiful. You know, it's hard because you're so connected to your creativity or your creations. And so you want people to like them. I know. And I think like me and Liz, I feel like got into the creative world through music. Like mm-hmm. that was our avenue. Oh, that's cool. Like yeah. what kind? Uh, we both were music majors. Really? Vocal yeah. Majors. So I, I'm actually a middle school choir director full time. Oh my god. And gosh. so yeah, and Liz, and I'm not. Start at Liz. You started as a music ed major. Have you ever? Do either of you sing on the podcast? I well, we have. Nina it. yells at me when I sing on the podcast, so <laughs> I, I can't sing anymore. I yelled at you. Yeah, I'll like sing. I'm like. We have to stop singing every episode. <laughs> oh, only because I feel like we got annoying. Um, I actually sent, um, my friend is getting married in April and she yeah. asked me to sing at her wedding. And so I sent her a couple recordings of me just like jamming on the piano, That's singing so a couple fun. love tunes. And she goes, she texts me and she's like, I'm legitimately crying right now. You need yeah. to sing on your podcast. And I was like, I'm not just going to pull up like some Nora Jones. Right. Here's right. the song, guys. That would <laughs> be really fun. On wine and shine. But I did tell Liz that this is a very, very creative idea, Liz. So maybe we should do it. That we should sing a theme song together. You totally should. We could should. even keep it for like a month. You totally should. You can and change Zach, it every month. Zach could write it. Well, here's the Because well, <laughs> her about husband that. is insanely creative. About that. Songwriting is stupid hard. Yes, can't do it. I can't imagine. Oh, I like, can't do it. I, I can't even clap and sing. Someone very, very special in my life mm-hmm. sent me song lyrics that they wrote, they mm-hmm. may have been intoxicated when they wrote them. Can you tell me who? That Can we give fun. them a shout out? No, we cannot. It's, it's a private oh, thing they did. Very special in your life. Liz, I've known you for so many years. I feel a like a friend. Okay, I'll ask you after the yeah, podcast. Yes. You, act, you don't know who it is. I'll listen and then I'll tweet it later. So check <laughs> so, out my We're going to blast it on Insta stories <laughs> um, later. <laughs> but they sent it to me and to Zach. And we're, we're like, oh, We'll do, for Christmas present, like we'll just put music to this and we'll perform it, mm-hmm. like we'll sing it. Mm-hmm. And we tried like for a so very hard. long time, and it did not go well. Even so. having the words, even having hard. the word, like oh. because I kept writing, we'd like come up with a song, and I'd be like, "That's another song." Like <laughs> I don't know if you feel this way, Liz, but every time I've tried to create music, I feel like there were a lot of times in my bedroom when I was younger, I would like write really sappy lyrics and mm-hmm. try and sing to yeah. them. It always started to feel like weird to me. Like when I was in it, I was like, I can't like do you felt this. like yeah. too aware. Yeah. Like yeah. too aware of what I was doing. Yeah. I don't know. Just oh like yeah. Icky. I mean, I don't even know where it would start. So this is the next thing that I was going to say is like the 100 day project was amazing for me, but I would always have done things that I've like dabbled in before. Mm-hmm. So I painted my whole life. I picked pa- painting back up two years ago. 
And then I stopped. Mm-hmm. And then last year I did like photo styling, which is what I do all the time. But I always say like, this would be very hard to do a hundred days in a row if I was like learning something from scratch. So I do think that's a good point is like, I could still be creative in singing or clapping, but I think that there would be like clapping. Things- clapping. <laughs> See, I'm not even good at that. Um, what do you mean by clapping? Like, clapping? You know, when like everyone's clapping to a song, like I'm off. Aww. No, you're not. You're the she's the one in three clapper instead of the not, two and four clapper. I am not good at that. And any kind, yeah. So I think that there's like, okay, you don't find creativity. Like, take a class then. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to feel natural, mm-hmm. and you might hate it. But I think some people think that they should just like pick it up and be good. That's mm-hmm. me. That's the problem. I have. I have that problem. If I'm not good at something, I'm like, I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I am. It's bad. <laughs> Which is not good. No, because it means you don't do a lot of things that yep. are outside someone of like, your— Someone was like, do you ever think about getting another hobby? And I'm like, well, I have to figure out which one I was good at. And then— mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I think too, like I have— and. The, this is sort of like fixed mindset, growth mindset issue mm-hmm. where like I'll pick up something and then I have to have a goal with it. So mm-hmm. I have to be like, all right, like I'm your going, blog. yeah, I'm going to, or even like yoga. I thought this as I was doing my terrible, hot, sweaty <laughs> yoga class today. <laughs> your weighted, um, my weighted three. That yeah. sounds very scary. I was like, you know, I should like, if I was doing yoga all the time, what if I was like an instructor? Because I have like, to have I was just like going a, my 200 a hours. thing. Yeah. And then I was like, you'd hate that. And you can <laughs> just, you could just practice a lot and enjoy it and be good and at it and not have side, It doesn't have to be a like thing. a side thing. Yeah. yeah. There's like, but I like to be able to declare like, now I'm the blank mm-hmm. person or. I think that's mm-hmm. all of our problem. Same. Is that we just need, like when we choose to do something, we feel like there We're has to be a in. purpose yeah. behind it. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like, what if the purpose is just to, to do it, enjoy do your time? And you, I, this is something, again, I tell myself all the time. I tell my clients all the time. It's like, how does this make you feel? Yeah. That's literally all that matters, right? Yeah. Like, how does this activity make you feel? You don't have to do anything with it. You don't no. have to prove yourself to anybody. Yeah. And it can feel different tomorrow. Exactly. I was doing, um, like, Halloween makeup. Like, I got really into Ooh. it. And it, like, it, in my opinion, looked awesome. And <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, really good at it. I was like, I should— charge people for this and Adam's like nope you need to just do something for fun once a year because it's like Halloween yeah and I was like yeah you're right do you struggle to have fun then you start turning it into a business you know you're like I'm good at this what what do I have to do with it that's why I've had this I had this horrible realization that made me really upset where I was like I don't have fun yeah I don't have fun in my life because that's exactly if I were to like start rocking out something I'll be like well now I gotta how much should I charge for this (laughs) someone be like I'm not paying you do you know how many people I think don't know how to have fun. Like when, us. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I'm saying like I struggle yeah. with it too. Right. Right. But if you ask somebody, I know. What do you enjoy doing? I feel like it's hard. People pause. They have to pause. I'm like, what do you vacations take me a while to get into. Yeah. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, you want to go on a hike for like two hours. Okay. Um, And I get like anxiety yeah. because I think I get this addiction to like my phone or email or the like proudness, like pride of, oh, I got through so many emails today or like I did so much. And yeah, I remember we went to Jamaica a long time ago, but I was like, it took me like two days to be like, okay, I think I'm relaxed and I'm having fun doing things outside. Yeah. Yeah. This is my teacher problem is Mm. that when school's over, I'm addicted to the same thing. I'm addicted to doing. I, I, I actually 
get a high off of I it, I know you you're an introvert right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what are you Liz I, I think I fall like in the right middle in that. the middle mm-hmm. middle but I'm place. a total extrovert okay. and so I get a high from doing things all the time being around to people, people meeting yeah. people and when all of that stops and I'm by myself summer is like crazy it's so hard for me and I also feel like this anxiety of I need to be doing something mm-hmm. so like eat, this is so dumb but if it's sunny out yeah and I have nothing else going on like I need to be outside I have to be going sunny. for a walk. I have to be at Especially the pool. Especially here. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Columbus. But it's like I can't. It takes me so long I know. to relax. And I think that's just Same. learning to be comfortable with yourself. And like, I know. It's fine to be by myself. Like it's okay to not have something on my to-do list. I know. Like I can be happy just being. I know. I feel it's that so way. Hard. I've implemented like a one day a weekend where I don't do anything. Like, I mean, I do things, yeah. but I have no <laughs> like schedule. I get out of bed. <laughs> I like mm-hmm. actually exist, but I don't have an agenda and I just like do what sounds fun. And I end up like, you know, drinking one too many cocktails, which ends up being fun because I'm not doing it to like, because I'm stressed. I'm yeah. just like right. out with friends. And that's been nice because then I know that, you know, if I'm teaching one day on a weekend because we do classes Mm -hmm. or, you know, if I want to like sketch or do something for a client, I can the other day. But having that one day has let me be like, no, actually, I can't do that. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm like saying no to not over. I'm saying no and I'm not overbooking myself. Was that hard to get into? When you first did it, were you like, I am not doing anything. What is happening? Yeah. It was, it was like, I would fall into like, just clean, like chores. Yeah. That would be, oh my God. That's, you know, like every time you don't have something, I swear to you, I've kept a log in my head. She do laundry. She's like, I'm, I'm going home to clean. I'm going home to clean. (laughs) To do something. I'm going to cook and clean. Like you, every ounce of your free time is this. And then sometimes you end up watching, you know what I'm going to do when I get home, guys? Clean. Clean. Go to bed. It's like. Watch TV. Eight o'clock. No, I, I stopped watching TV. I still will binge certain shows. Like if I hear a show's good, I'm like, I'll watch it. Yeah. But I ended up, we had cable for a while, got rid of it. I would just like watch the same shows over and over. Oh my God, she's me. I watched like Seinfeld, Gilmore Girls, and like… Gilmore Girls was a bad addiction else. for me. Oh my gosh. But I watched the same. I like, it's. I call it like comfort food for mm-hmm. television. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I love it. And lately I've been trying to be like, um, let's go to a movie, like a movie that's like sounds like we've heard really good reviews. And I've enjoyed that because then it's just over after two hours. And I'm not like, yeah. well, I have five seasons left. Yeah. You know? right. I got into Shameless real bad. Was it good? It was so good. Really? It's one of those TV shows where you're like, this is sort of over the, well, this is really over, over the, the top, top, but I yeah. can't like stop Anatomy. watching. Yes. And me and Cody get into TV shows once in a while yeah. and we just like every night we're I know. watching that. I know. But I'm not a TV person. Yeah. I don't watch TV. I actually am not a movie person. Really? I used to… So I would say… I can't say that I'm a movie person yet because I am just now like dabbling in I'm it. I'm not a movie person mm. at all. Could I used to just it. be like, I don't want to go to the theater. Me too. I, but I, that's too. how I am. I, I went, never want to go to the theater. I like going when there's like no one there. So yeah. I'm like matinee or like, you know. Yeah. But… With TV shows, I feel like it all of a sudden I'd be like, I can't believe it's midnight. Like I get sucked in. Yeah, I get sucked in. This or, is us. Anybody is watch good? that? No. I watched I two episodes last night. I caught up bawling my eyes out. Like, why do I even do this to myself? <laughs> Anytime someone says they cry every time they watch a show, I'm yeah. like, I can't. Well, yeah, I'm just saying that's, that's one of the three shows. It was like Shameless, mm-hmm. This Is Us, Chasing, no, Crashing. It's the Pete Holmes new special. Oh, I haven't heard of it. It's really good. Yeah. But I've gotten in… Like, I have a few things I that I, I get know. addicted to. But other than that, I'm, I'm like… laughing at our, our differences in TV. 
Yeah, because what do you, you watch? Mine watch depressing is, documentaries. I lots of depressing documentaries. Okay, like That's, murder documentaries. All of them. I like that stuff. <laughs> um, documentaries on like conspiracy things. Yeah, I can get I, into that. My comfort stuff is The Office. I love Parks the and Office. Recreation. Same. Portlandia. Same. Portlandia. Portlandia is oh, my comfort. I can't too. believe I didn't mention it. I've watched the series. 80 times. So have we. We know every single line. You gotta get out. You gotta get out. When you, okay, two things. When I quote it with people and they're just like, I'm like, oh man, all right. We we're can't. not gonna be we're friends. friends. Nope. Or they say straight up, like, I hate that show. I'm always like moving away slowly. Liz, what was the one My other that we one's quoted Frasier. all of the time? Someone just told us to watch Frasier. Oh, it's really great. Oh, our friends who did this room. They're like, you have to watch Frasier. the best. Liz got me into Frasier when we roomed together. We talked about this on the podcast. Really? We watched it every morning while eating our breakfast before class. No, Liz, I have to know. What was that one phrase? Oh, hey-o, hey-o, river. Hey-o, river. Hey-o, he's, river. Like, he's like, um, he's like, thumbs up? Thumbs up for what? I know. Like, as he's floating down the river. Oh, my gosh. Thumbs up for Wait, what? Time out. You'll appreciate this. Uh-huh. Nina's birthday is coming up. I'm gonna, oh, have, Nina's birthday. I'm gonna have to get a birthday loan. <laughs> I birthday. just said the line like, yeah. "I'm a birthday loan officer." Of course, I know what tapas are. <laughs> These are display pops. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, every time it's my birthday, Cody and you and Zach send me that video. I cannot it's, wait to what think is, about that. I don't know that. what the date is, but it's like it's three weeks from my birthday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then um, people think we're crazy right now. The RSVP. The what's the guy's name? Um, we actually just watched his stand up yesterday. He's funny. Um, Pat, um, plus, Oswald, Oswald, Pat Oswald. Oswald. Yeah. yeah, and he's like the plus one hundred and twenty yeah. guy, yeah. and he never goes to anything. I know. Yeah. yeah, I love the scene where they're like, "Do you actually ever go?" And he's just like, "Uh, no." <laughs> oh my gosh, Portland! I'm telling you, listeners, if you have not watched Portland, what do you India, think about it though? Is that like, what do you think about the show? I can't talk. Why do you think some people don't like it? I think it's because they're expecting— This is why I didn't like it at first. Okay. I thought everything—there's no, like, cohesive plot. Like, there's no point A to point B. Right. It's just, like, scenes Mm -hmm. in a similar world, and Mm -hmm. sometimes they overlap. And you just have to know that's how it works. Do you also think sometimes it's a very specific type of humor? Yes. Yes. Because when I watch it, it's my type of humor though. It's like weird, but like, like the way we all lit up just talking about <laughs> If I hear the song yeah. in public, I like can't talk. It was yeah. on at oh, Kingmakers and I, the guy was explaining the game and it came on and um, me and then Michael who works for us, we both were like, song and we like couldn't listen. We do were you just know like, that makes me bum, bum, so bum, happy? Bum. Hayden, you are putting the Portlandia theme song in the beginning you of this have episode. To. Yeah. And then you have to. we'll figure it out. The listeners will understand later. It's did so you see good. that prank that Columbus Underground did a few years ago where they like oh, put yeah. out a story that they were gonna do like Columbus Portlandia? No. no. And I was like, Oh wait, I think I did. And I was like, What is happening? I remember just being like, I don't think we have as funny of stuff, no. but you know, somebody actually took a bunch of cities and put the Portlandia music behind it, or whoever's the actual writer yeah. of that song, right? Uh, and did a bunch of different cities and did That's the intro. Funny. It's really cool. Me and Cody watched it on YouTube because we just like watch Portlandia oh, and spoofs of Portlandia. my other favorite skit on that show. And then we need to stop talking about yeah. it. anyone who's listening is like, <laughs> so, like they I'm just done. Yeah, like thirty seconds is the one where they're like gonna take their poster to the soccer match, and he says BA, <laughs> and he's yes. like, some people say yay, but I say BA or something like that. And I remember just being, that was one of my first skits that I watched. And I'm like, 
Fred Armisen is so weird. I love this so he much. He also, just a side note, also I just has say Walkabout all the time. Walkabout. Uh, yeah. Gehrig. <laughs> Gehrig. Um, he also has a stand-up on mm-hmm. Netflix. That, I didn't think it was that funny. It was. Is it, it the was, drum one? Yeah. yeah. Someone told me it wasn't that funny. It was But I love him. Yeah, it was kind of I mean, funny. He, moral of the story at the end of that documentary, Fred Armisen is a good drummer. Okay. He is a good drummer. Okay. The end. And Got you could it. have gotten that from watching Late Night with Seth Meyers. Mm-hmm. And if anybody is just looking for a good Netflix show or Netflix thing to do, stand-up comedy is my next new thing. Yep. And I it's love so watching stand-up comedy on Netflix. Also, The Funny Bone yeah. here in Columbus. Is See, again. Favorite. We just saw Tiffany Haddish. <gasps> yeah, she's so go funny. So um, I'm seeing John Mulaney, actually. So I was supposed to go to Cleveland in January and the show got canceled. Okay. Because it's Cleveland. And so there was, of course, like a giant blizzard. Snow. Yeah. Um, Always. So I'm going in two weeks. I'm excited. I love it. Yeah, I feel like, yeah. So when I'm not watching Portlandia, and it's usually right before I go to bed, I don't watch TV as much as I used to. But Mm -hmm. I think TV is one of those. We just got so excited, guys. (laughs) Sorry, everyone, but I loved it. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I don't even care. Totally fine. Yeah. I feel like TV is another way just to get out your creative side, though. Like, you know, sometimes when you watch things like obviously Portlandia, it gives you a certain feeling. For sure. You know, and then it like segues you into something else. Yeah. And it's just finding those things that sort of take you out of reality for a second and just make you feel good. Like any form of fiction for me and like reading is so key to my creativity Mm -hmm. and like thinking I mean I even just am more empathetic towards people that are different than me even if it's fictional and Mm -hmm. that's a good exercise um are there books that you love right now you're like I can't think of that I just I just read Americana um I always butcher her name but it's the woman who wrote it is like the woman who's featured in Beyonce's flawless the Mm -hmm. like feminist definition gotcha I wish I could say her name flawlessly. But um, she wrote Americana, <laughs> and it, like, was so moving. I am currently reading Tell the Wolves I'm Home, which is so good. Again, you can just Google any of these names, yeah. and you'll find it. But I'm only reading um, books by women or people of color this year. So, oh, cool. sorry, Lovely. men. Whatever. Whatever. But it's been really cool. They'll still make money. It's fine. They're going to be, be fine. fine. The white men will be fine. But it's definitely been, like— Every book that I've picked up is from a completely different perspective than the life that I lived mm. here in the United States. So yeah. a lot of novels coming out of India or Africa, and they're just so moving and good. I think growing up in Illinois, it was just so, like, the classics, you mm-hmm. know? And, like, the stories you learn and the things you start to love about reading just don't give you a huge, varied sense of anything. So I always have struggled with that, like— being half Filipino, half Caucasian, and never fitting into either world, mm-hmm. and then just sort of floating around. Like, mm-hmm. you can be a part of kind of any community, but not fully. The different books have made me be like, oh, this is cool, but still, like, what is my, like, you know, heritage? Or mm-hmm. I just did, like, 23 and Me, and I was like— Oh, yeah. You know, this only— Zach yeah. do that? He did it, but for health. Like, oh, so it's I like both. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to do 23. I mean, I'm so— I'm real boring. Like, literally. You're from Italy. I'm from Italy. Like, there's That's not no, boring. But That's awesome. my, both my parents were born in Italy. Yeah. I'm first generation here. And everybody is Italian. You know, so I know exactly. It's not where. boring, though. Don't. Th- don't. I'm that. white and pasty. That's <laughs> my. Do you know, like. 
I've not, but I can tell you it's from all the white pasty countries. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like every single one. I'm half Germany, French and German. And yeah. England and probably France yep. in there. Definitely not like Italian or yeah. anything yeah. where they get sun. I had like a little bit of Irish. Like oh, I Irish, had, yeah. I was half European, half Southeastern Asian. Yeah. I yeah. think my cousins did 23andMe, yeah. Jessica and Eric. And they said on my uncle's side, who I'm related to, he had some Greek. So, Well, that's the thing is, like, I've heard some people's, like, brains blown. Not, like, yeah. well, not, like, in a gruesome <laughs> a way. way. <laughs> yeah. But, like, Their mind's mind blown. blown. Yeah, where they're, like, I thought that I was, like, a ton Italian and I'm 4% or yeah. something. And I'm, like— So I'm curious because at, literally it. everybody in my family is born in the motherland yeah. of Italy. <laughs> and so, so if, it, if you have anything else, though, it's yeah. just, like— Something happened. Yeah. Like some mix happened? some mixing happened. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just I'm curious. It's fun. I've always been very proud of my Italian heritage. I feel like it was like the one thing I talked about all yeah. the time. Like I was like, I'm one hundred percent Italian. Yeah. And I was very, very proud of it. So I would be really sad if it's like actually you're fifty percent Italian and fifty well, percent Greek. I think it would be like I don't know, you you tell this story to yourself or you like right. feel connected. That you're just like, if something shook that. You're and like, then it's like, I'm who am me. I? Yeah. yeah. But you're like, I'm, I'm still me though. Okay. This, it's funny that you said that because I was just talking to, at the workshop I did a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. or last week, actually last <laughs> week, I was talking about your purpose mm-hmm. in life. And I heard on a podcast, I can't remember what it was called. They yeah. said, if it's something that can be taken away from you, it's not. then it's not your purpose. Yeah. And hmm. it's not who you are. It's not your identity. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's like the same thing you said. Like if you just found out that you weren't Italian anymore. Mm-hmm. If that can be taken away not from you. Not your purpose. Well, yeah, yeah it's not your purpose and it's not yeah. your identity. Or don't like base everything around it. Um, I did coaching with someone once and they were like, basically two different exercises they had were like, if your arms got cut off tomorrow, like you're still worthy. Yeah. And you're just like, oh my gosh. Like you could, because I couldn't do the things that I'm paid to do. Or like How the things I love. So difficult. Yeah. And the second was like, you're at your funeral. Every, like the three people that speak do they talk about the things that you, like, do day to day? Mm. You're like, no. Mm. They talk about, like, how I cared about them or, like, the things that I talked to them about. She was great at sending emails. Yeah. yeah. She went through so <laughs> many emails so fast. Um, and that was, like, huge for me because I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I, like, hold so much Well, I think that. that's when— I don't know if you are prone to— I'm prone to getting a lot of my value from work. Me too. As evidenced by the fact that anything I do, I want to somehow turn into, <laughs> into work. a business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that's really important to, like— take that step back and wave like that. I know. But uh, yeah. I've been trying to tell myself, I've been trying, because I've been going through this Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. and I'm going to go through a huge transition soon and I'm trying to prep myself for it. And so I'm trying to think like, okay, like who am I? Mm -hmm. Again, if this is something that can fall apart or be taken away from me, I have to know at my core who I am. And it keeps coming back to like, I'm a teacher in some oh, that's in cool. some sense of the word. Yeah. So it's like I'm here to teach. I'm here to help. Yeah. And I can do that in any um, way. Any way mm-hmm. that I want. And I I really truly feel that in my heart. That's like really I feel cool. like I'm here to teach and help. And mm-hmm. who knows what avenue that's gonna go. Like right now, I think I know. I know. But if that's not the case, then find yeah. another avenue. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's that's why I'm here. And I think that's a really great exercise. It's like just pull so out your good. journal and start writing things. Like mm-hmm. what what am I here to do? Yeah. Maybe that's the prompt. Like what am I here to do? And then you start And it can be like not that, that teaching out. is vague, but it can be high level, like yeah. big picture. Adam used to say this to me, who's my husband if you're listening and you're like who's that? <laughs> who's that? Um 
he used to say, I can do whatever I do here outside of these walls. Mm. Like if the Wonder Jam ceases to exist, I can still do it. And I would, I would always just be like, then it's the same thing. Like, how is that different? And he was basically saying like, how I help people can be in any setting. Like Mm -hmm. if I had to go get a corporate job or if I had to like work at a restaurant serving food, like it doesn't have to be in this context. And it took me a really long time to get it. I was always really confused. He's so wise. He's very wise. (laughs) Can I ask a question about Uh speaking of Adam? Yeah. So as someone that also works with their spouse, any tips? Ooh, because I'm sort of <laughs> heading in that direction myself. I feel like mm-hmm. me and Cody are already, like, a lot of things we're doing are married. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm helping him and he's yeah. helping me. and we're, It's, like, all intertwined. Mm-hmm. It's there. Like, and I'm thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. How do you not murder your husband? Your husband? Yeah. Mm. How is working with your Oh, he's actually dead. That's a robot. No. <laughs> um, okay. My tips for that are… You both have to be healthy, like of the mind, mm-hmm. of, like all of it. So if one of you is struggling and you depend on each other and you are not sleeping or you're not taking care of like your you. happiness, like it's going to make the other person, it's going to make it difficult uh, for them. 100% mm-hmm. really So, and that's true. Everything that I feel like I'm going to say is like true of marriage. Like if yeah. you aren't healthy, yep. the other person suffers. The other thing is understanding, I think for us, is that the balance is always going to shift. It's like a what is it? A teeter totter? Is mm-hmm. that what those are called? What a weird, <laughs> what a weird seesaw. Word. Now seesaw. that you think about, yeah. no, it's a teeter totter. But a seesaw book. is are also they also called a seesaw. Yeah. yeah. No way. Yeah. I haven't been on one of those in years. Teeter totter is a weird word. Yeah. It is. Um, <laughs> but like, there's times where sometimes like I'm carrying the weight, and sometimes yeah. he is, and sometimes it's like in between where we're both like floating in the air. Mm-hmm. And I think if we all got out of, because I still have to like learn this, but. This idea of like one person, quote, bringing home, what is it? The bacon. bacon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so bad at cliche phrases and <laughs> We knew what words. you meant. <laughs> like one of Teeter you. Teeter totters and bringing home the bacon. Whatever. Um, Teeter bacon. Yes. Teeter bacon is what Sounds we're going delicious. with here. Um, doesn't sound vegan. No. But, <laughs> it's fine. But I think like getting out of that mindset that like, oh, one of you makes more money. Sometimes that's true. Other times it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing would be… You're going to be, like, the most blunt with each other. And I think for me, and this is just, like, my own experience, because I can be so, like, quick to be harsh. Mm Because it's like, oh, he'll love me, Mm -hmm. like, at the end of the day. I'm not going to do that to someone who, like, works for me. Mm -hmm. Anytime I think that way, I'm like, why wouldn't I treat him with the same respect? So— you just said, mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like you're that way with yeah. that. So I'm going to put Cody on blast. I feel like mm-hmm. Cody is the two of you. Mm. And I'm the Zach. You, yeah. And maybe the Adam. Yep. And so what I what I tell Cody or how I feel sometimes is like, the way you talk to me when you're angry is not very nice. And I know you don't mean it to be rude. But I like, know. when you're unhappy, you sort of take that out on me. And that's yeah. not cool. Yeah. And the… And, like, obviously, you both were like, "Mm -hmm." Mm -hmm. I feel like, but what I do is I become really sensitive then. So I'm the more sensitive one. And so if something's going wrong, I'm more likely to be like, you hurt my feelings or you made me sad. You know, and it's like finding a balance between those two dynamics in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, do you mean like, and I'm not trying to like. No, go for it. But like you being a little bit more like. Up front and him being softer, mm-hmm. like trying to find the middle yeah, ground. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's what it, it's about it's in marriage so and in business relationships. And so those things were still true when we were only just married and not working together. Like mm-hmm. I'm so quick to just be like, 
mean. And mm-hmm. he'll just be like, you're being really mean right now. Mm-hmm. And it's been- I say that to Cody all the time. <laughs> yeah. Zach says that to me. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't feel good. Why in the moment, so much I don't Throughout know. This whole podcast, it's so I'm like hard. the third wheel over here. <laughs> you know what's weird is usually I am like the opposite. Like mm-hmm. usually I can relate to a woman's husband mm-hmm. more. And so I think it's good that we have this dynamic. We're just or even masculine energy too. ladies. Yeah. You two having this podcast together is probably why it works really well if you can like bring different perspectives. Yeah. We actually talk about, we talked about that on our husband's episode mm-hmm. that I am we talked about this because of the relationship between our husbands. Yeah. I'm too much in my feminine energy. Mm. And so I become a little bit too like flowy and I need to just like man down. And Got it. that's why me and Cody will clash sometimes. And I have zero he, flexibility or understanding yeah. or patience. Yeah. Well, and like you're, yeah. all, you're in your masculine all of the time, yeah. but you have to have a balance. And it's the same way in relationships. Huh. Yeah. It's like, I need, I need right. more of Cody's masculine energy, but he also needs my feminine energy. Right. You right. know, it's finding that balance. And I definitely think that when you work together, those stresses are, like, just so different than, like, day-to-day stresses of mm-hmm. being, like, just married or dating. Like, I even know dating people, people who are dating that work together. And it's, like, when a client, like, doesn't pay or when a client is, like, upset, you have to be united. And mm-hmm. I'm not perfect at this because it's easy for you to turn on the safe person. Like, mm-hmm. it's easy for you to be, like, there's so many times where Adam is, like, you're frustrated with that person not me. Why am I getting the crappy end of it? And it's like, because I know that you are like unconditional. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think that that's a huge tip. And then I, I think overall it works for us because we're not doing the same thing. Like I know friends who have tried to collaborate together who are both graphic designers. And I think Mm -hmm. it's hard because there's a lot of competition, even if they don't admit it or, you know, they have different styles and one person like is favored over the other with clients. So I think it's easy for us because I'm like, we don't even do the same thing. Mm-hmm. We do things together, but. And that's how yeah. you and Zach are too. Yeah, that's And how that's how me working. and Cody are. Like we yeah. do completely different things, but it's like you're married in the same world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can well, help the same people. The yeah, problem exactly. I have is like sometimes I have to be like, we can't talk about work right now. Stop talking about work. Mm, yeah. We used to talk about work all the time because, like, yeah. that's when you pull when up people, Portlandia. <laughs> yeah. When people come it. home, they tell their significant other about their day mm-hmm. because they haven't been together all day. Right. But I'll be like, oh, did you hear what this person did? Like, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, oh, I know. And then we just, it's like a continuation of oh, the work day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I have found we've just started implementing date night but we make a reservation because it was the only way to uh, like mm. uphold like, like the we date made night this reservation. We have to go. Of course, like you could just not go, but yes. I like, I'm like, but we made the reservation. Right. And then there's no, like, we have to wait 45 minutes to get a table. And now I'm irritable. Mm-hmm. So we make a reservation, no phones, and mm. we're okay with talking about work. But to me, it's not a strat. It's not strategy. And it's not like, it's not like technical or like execution. It's more like, is this like go like how is it going or like what do you want to do um, next quarter? It's like, more creative. It's more creative. It's more yeah. dreams. It's more like yeah. how are you feeling? Why aren't you enjoying your days? Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like you would talk to someone if you didn't work together and love them. Mm-hmm. You right. wouldn't be like, did you send that email? But it would be more yeah. like, why aren't you happy at work or like what made you excited today? Because mm-hmm. I still think you talk that way. Yeah. Um. So that's been really good and. It's a challenge, but I can't imagine 
I've been a business partner with someone that wasn't my husband, and it's, like, really hard. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, I don't fully trust you. I love that. So I've been getting really involved with what Cody's doing. And mm-hmm. it's like the same thing. Like, even though I'm, so, I, we're talking about work, it's like, I'm genuinely interested. I'm like, who was your consultations with today? And yeah. like, oh my gosh, you're meeting with that person next week. And yeah. this is really cool. And how are you feeling? And yeah. I feel like as a couple, I like to be involved and I like right. to know what's going on. And I think it's just like that division between like, we're not complaining and venting. We're more True. like talking about the joys and like, and like your, how it affected your lifestyle you. and your feelings. Yeah. yeah. Around it. Cause honestly, like, yeah, I don't want to, here like you forgot to do that thing when we're at dinner but I do want to be like why do you think you were frustrated in that meeting you know and it's like you can talk just more create it's like creativity yeah Yeah. and like feelings like Mm -hmm. you can get a little like mushy and Mm -hmm. it's good and connect I know over good food and the the like ambiance is always great like we pick places that aren't like super super loud but we can still like need to go on more date nights it's fun. We've enjoyed it. And this has only been like a month of like consistent, like we made but a reservation. But that's what you've done to yeah. keep business and the relationship yeah. happy. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, okay. If our listeners are not from the Columbus area, mm-hmm. how can they get connected with what you're doing and what Adam is doing mm-hmm. and all of this Wonder Jam glorious stuff we've been talking about today? Good question. Well, we have a website. And I always refer to it because it has links to, like, all of our classes, all our online stuff, services, blog, podcasts, like, everything. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, we haven't even talked you about your podcast. Oh, my God. fine. We have, like, so many things. It's almost, like, what do you even talk about? We have a podcast. This season has just been Adam and I. Adam and me. Me and Adam. Adam and I, I think, is the proper The two term. of you? The two just of us? Two I actually think it might be Adam and me. Because isn't it, like, if you would, if you take the person's yeah, name out. with me. With me. Podcast I know with nothing me. about that sort of stuff. <laughs> it's just us this season. We used to interview people and it just got to be where we, our episodes were like getting to the point where I was like, who else are we going to ask? Because we were mm-hmm. only going to talk to business owners and we liked it to be in person. So we do whatever. We were just like, it's just us. Yeah. So we do that. And then um, we're, we're at the Wonder Jam on every social network. And where can they find you? Me. Oh, my account is Allie Pal, which I'm sure you'll link somewhere. Yes. But it's like P A L, like friends. <laughs> the Pal. I do have a pal. real quick question. Yes. Can you give our listeners like a very broad overview of how great the Diamond membership is and where they can find oh, sure. it? Yes, because we are involved. And you know, we did a poor job of explaining it, but the whole point was like we're pre selling it. So, you know, people mm-hmm. will just figure it out. But so right now it's $84 a year. For the whole year. So you won't get charged again if you sign up in March until March of 2019. But the yearly price goes up every month. So if someone opts in to join in November, it's going to be way more than $84 a year. Every month on the first, we drop a capsule, which we define as a 12-part course. Mm. And each— I'm so excited. <laughs> I know. I'm really excited. Each capsule has a theme. So this month's March is Upgrade Your Visuals. Mm. Um, We're talking about things like how to design the same type of graphic in four different design programs. We're talking about like how to make things look good on social media when you link it, Mm -hmm. Um, how to make your site better, what different like file types there are, how to make a mood board. So like tons of different stuff. And then we do a live webinar and then a live Q&A session. Coming up. Coming up this week. Yeah. We'll do the Q&A this week and then the webinar at the end of the month. 
There's a Facebook group where people can ask questions. Like I just saw someone today post, like, if you've been wanting to organize your fonts, here's a great way to do it. Mm-hmm. It won't always be so visual focused, but obviously, like, that's the topic. Mm-hmm. Next month is how to grow your audience or get more clients. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Which is that great. That is exactly what I'm in right now. It, yeah. And I just had my first live coaching call with an, an IIN, the yeah. program I'm oh, yeah. in. We had like our live coaching call. There's like eight girls Yay. in it. And that's like what we talked what about talked the about. whole time. Yeah, yeah. It's just all about how do we grow our audience? So, and again, doing it authentically. Huge. You know, I know. Like I get the wait. right people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, by the way, my mom went to IIN. She did? She was a nurse that's for cool. 30 years. And then like I talked about before we got in this, or no, during it, she has an autoimmune disorder. My mm-hmm. sister oh, yeah. has three. So she helps women with autoimmune disorders, but she's a health coach out of Illinois. Oh my gosh, I didn't know your mom. She's great. We should interview your mom. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Oh man, she can talk. Really? Yeah. Well, let's get her on. She'll never listen to this, so I can be like, she'll talk to your (laughs) mom. But all that to say is so, and then the third month will be self care for entrepreneurs. So, like, focusing on that. I'm so excited. So, it's very varied. I think some people who get in right now might think, like, this is for people who want to learn design, but it's just like a theme. Mm -hmm. Um, We were going to plan out the whole year, but we really want to get like feedback from people and Mm -hmm. like make it really relevant. But it's really fun. So, like, it goes up another $42 in April and then another $42. So, we try to make it so that, like, you know, you. If you want to get in while there's less content, you pay less. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's hard to explain though. Like we got, we were at Simmy's for dinner and she was like, so is it $42 a month? Should I join? And we're like, no, 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 no. $42 a year. Like definitely sign up. When you know? I, when I, I think I signed up the last day because one, I think I you, told you, I was like, get it while it's yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. signed up. And I was like, wait, this is for $42 for the year? Like, yeah. Wonder Jam, why are you so good to me? <laughs> well, wait, wait, I do have a question. Mm-hmm. So next year, if we re-sign, then it would be the it's price. It's still 42 What? Wait, 42 for life? You're like locked in. <gasps> what? I know. This People was my gotta theory. get on this. We love the Wonder Jam. <laughs> this was my theory. Adam set it up so that it wouldn't be like that. No, he his intention was like, next year, you have to decide, do you want to renew at five? It's only going to go up to 500 mm-hmm. for the year. Which is still like exactly, a great for that deal. Entire sure. And it's like definitely one thing if someone signs up next year and there's 12 months worth of content. Mm-hmm. Like I understand yes. that that's like a better sell. But I was like, uh, I don't want to sign up for something at $42 of the year and then next year forget and then my card gets charged. $500. Yeah. 500 bucks. Yeah. So like, we wanted to be very transparent, even if it means we our income goes up every month. You know, like, it doesn't matter. So yeah. we just wanted to be, like, very no strings attached. Hopefully then by next March or February, people sign up at $500 a year. Right. Yeah. You know? so. Yeah. And, it, and like you said, with the amount of content that you have, it's like $500. I mean, you take 500 divided by 12. I'm not going to do the math, but it's going to be like, what— <laughs> 50, less than 50 bucks a month. For sure. Yeah, for sure. So crazy. All that content. I think it just takes someone who's like a little bit prepared. Like they have either the credit card or the cash flow. Mm-hmm. Um, they can plan for it. Like you can opt in at any point. It's a business expense. It's you a can business, write it off write it on it your off, taxes. Mm-hmm. Write it off. There you go. I truly believe this with all my heart. Beyond learning, entrepreneurs should be finding clients in this membership. Like mm-hmm. there's enough conversation happening that if you're a health coach, if you're a financial consultant, if you're an interior designer, you should find clients in this because you're going to connect over the same types of struggles. You're going to learn from each other. 
And you're just going to get to know them. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be I just like, love the community aspect of it. And I yeah. can't wait to just like connect with people and not even in our Columbus community. That's I know. So everyone. Cool about it. It's like I know. W- broader than that. Someone just signed up today and was like, I'm in Canada. Does that matter? And we're like, nope. nope. The internet yeah, doesn't join. care. Join yeah. the diamond Unless membership. Canada bans it someday. <laughs> no, they, they, seem for they seem pretty chill. So Yeah, I think we'd ban it before we Canada would. We would ban it. Would. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, okay. Let's just tell everybody right now that even if you're not an entrepreneur or you're not like a full-time creative business owner. Or you're not in Columbus. Yeah. Or you're not in Columbus. It's like use these tools and For sure. realize that like pulling out your creativity is really why we're all here, you know? And I like know. whatever that means for you, it's just practicing it and finding what yeah. that is that makes you feel good and using the tools of the Wonder Jam, you can use that to find your creativity. For sure. I think just finding inspiration in other people is sometimes like all you need. Um, Like I watch The Chef's Table. Have you ever watched that on Netflix? It's on my list. It's like chefs that are amazing. I am inspired so much when I watch it that I'm like, I want to bring that intensity to my own work Mm -hmm. while still not depending on it as my identity. Mm -hmm. That's like the struggle, right? Timeline. Yeah. So yeah. Pinterest makes me inspired. I don't it know does. anybody else. I know. But I find a lot of inspiration I just through flipping through Pinterest. And I, I just too. like, oh, yeah. Like it like sparks an idea. Yeah. Or, or like a color scheme. Yeah. Like there's just some people can't handle it. And I get it. You but know, I love it. When you start diving into this creativity world and mm-hmm. it's like the ball starts rolling and then it starts building yeah. and you really realize like all this potential you have inside. Just I know. To, you just have to keep. keep you just have to it. keep rolling yeah. with it. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much yeah, for coming on. I'm you. so glad yeah. after a year. We I know. It was worth it. It was meant to be. And look at all the stuff we have to talk about now that we wouldn't have had to talk about a year ago. That's so, so I true. I feel like it was meant to be. It was meant oh, to be. Oh, that is true. It really was. We I'm wouldn't so have glad. had any of this to talk about. Right? Well, some of it probably, but. <laughs> Other things would have Someday been I'll that. just like get on that link and schedule again. And you'll be like, um, no. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Just to like hang out. Yeah. Just kidding. We have a repeat coming up. Repeat guest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Simi. So, Simi. <laughs> hey, Simi. She's like, wow, they've shouted me out so many She's times. Like, can't, wait to, can't wait to talk about your new book. I know. Which, Which I designed. You, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you designed the cover. It was so fun. See, that's oh why gosh. we talked about Simi, really. Yeah. Right. It's time to drop the book. Allie designed the cover. Go on to Amazon, book. look up Letting Go of Leo. I've read it twice already. And then give Allie so. a shout out. Yeah. You've yeah. Oh, read it twice. Yeah. You're such a fast reader. I love it. I read it and, well, I had to read it to design for it. Because it's just, that's what you Helpful. do. And I read it on my phone because it wasn't book form. It was like a Word doc on my phone. Oh like my gosh. in the same position. And Adam's just like, do you want to print that out? And I'm just like, no, I'm reading it. I know. I read it in, I'm a slow reader. Okay. It took me two weeks. Yeah, but it's so But good. for me, two weeks is like a speedy, a speedy mm-hmm. book read. That's when you know. So listeners, I mean, that's just a little, a little preview. Yeah. <laughs> a little preview of, I don't know when this, that episode will probably be out in like a month. So yeah. you just stay tuned. Yep. <laughs> but you can still buy it. You'll just be prepared. Just head to Amazon. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, you. thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for listening to our episode with Allie. We really hope that you enjoyed it. I feel like we got super giggly. Maybe it was the wine. Maybe it was- Or the Portlandia. Or the Portlandia. Who knows? But it was a great conversation. Just years clearly in the making. Anyway, guys, if you are enjoying the episodes, find us on iTunes. Hit us up on Instagram at Wine and Shine Podcast. All of that happy stuff. You Get know. on our Facebook page. Get on our Facebook group, The Wine, wine and, and Shiners. Shiners. You know all these details. We don't need to keep going with them. So that's all we have for you. And we will catch you next week.